0: Good afternoon everybody, welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors on the mic with you on a Friday. Man, it has been a week. I think a lot of us can probably chime in on that and say amen to that. Uh, Boy, I am glad to be at the house, in the office, in some air conditioning. It's hot. Um, I think they're saying next week Oklahoma will be the hottest place in the United States. Yeehaw. Really, not a record I'm looking forward to. Uh, I just assume we not be the hottest place in the United States, but apparently we're in for it. So pray for us as we um, sweat away in that hot box that we call a shop uh, over the next week. But for the meantime, I have put in my week. I am done. I am out of there. I am home. I am going to get myself put together, finish this podcast. And I'm gonna get in my truck and I'm gonna drive about an hour to the east and spend a weekend with my sweet girl, relaxing in some AC. Amen. <laughs> I want to share with you a message that that hit me extremely strongly this morning. I um I had woke up early this morning, um just kind of trying to get my eyes open and focused, and and, and I happened to notice that a friend of mine had written a message um that just Struck me, I, and I'm talking, wowed me, and and I think, Lord, there are people out there who need to hear what my friend has penned here. This is a very powerful message coming from the heart of a woman who has struggled through many things in her life, uh, especially over the last few years at the loss of her husband and life change that has taken place in the process of all of that. And I know that some of you can can grasp exactly. Where she's at and feel those feelings that she's had over these last couple of years, I want to share with you something very solid that she penned. This is not my story; this is hers. I've asked her permission. She's allowed me to share this and minister through this with her, uh, knowing that some others out there really do need to hear this. My friend Cecily penned this. Uh, she's she's like I said. She's traveled some very difficult paths. She shares a bit of her journey here to hopefully help others along the way. She says, I've recently walked through a season of extreme pruning, stripped and walking a foggy path. I've been clinging to Jesus' hand because anytime I let go, I get turned around. It feels like I've come to a cliff and there's nowhere to go. I hear God with confirmation say, jump. But what if I fall? What if I can't soar? And what if I crash? I heard the scripture echo through my head, anything you put your hand to, he will prosper. But I've seen this cliff before and I've failed. God says, because you weren't prepared before, now is the right time. Now. I have a feeling many are in a season of full circle, encountering things they attempted in their past, seeing a type of deja vu in, the, in their lives happening over and over again. Slightly different, but still the same from years ago, maybe a dream from their past resurfacing. It's, it's scary because it's a completely different world that you're living in now. God showed me that the time of plowing new ground, planting, germination, and pruning has been exhausting, but the harvest that stands before us is unlike anything we've ever seen. Then I feel like he said there's an emphasis on developing three types of people caretakers, gardeners, and teachers. Caretakers, one who nurtures, brings unity to the home, imparts selflessness and operates in healing gardeners ones who recognizes and cultivates gifts within someone's inner being they help deliver others by calling out the things that that are unhealthy and fertilizing the things that need growth they have strong discernment of good and evil and then there's teachers they reveal truths and have a way of breaking down complex ways into easy steps to follow. They equip, they instruct, and train you in new thought processes. If you're standing at a cliff, scared, and carnally wanting to just give up, know He created you to fly. Surround yourself with people who will equip you in areas you feel weak. He will highlight them to you. But don't fear, soar. This is your Jubilee year. That was the end of her passage. This is your Jubilee year. Very powerful message. I'm going to encourage you to, to go back and listen to this more than one time. But I want to carry on with this for just a little bit of how God dropped some things into my spirit that I want to share with you. The word Jubilee literally means ram's horn in Hebrew it's it's defined in Leviticus 25:9 as the sabbatical year after 7 cycles of 7 years so 49 years the 50th year was to be a time of celebration a jubilee year of of, of rejoicing by the Israelites the ram's horn was blown on the 10th day of the 7th month to start the 50th year of universal redemption The year of Jubilee involved a year of release from indebtedness. You can find all this in Leviticus. And all types of bondage. All prisoners and captives were set free. All slaves were released. All debts were forgiven. And all property was returned to its original owners. In addition, all labor was to cease for one year. And those bound by labor contracts were released from them. One of the benefits of the Jubilee... Was that both the land and the people were able to rest? This Jubilee represents a beautiful picture of the New Testament themes of redemption and forgiveness. Christ is the Redeemer who came to set free those who are slaves and prisoners to sin. It's in Romans chapter 8, 2 and Galatians 5 and 3. The debt of sin that we owe to God was paid on the cross as Jesus died on our behalf. Colossians chapter two verse thirteen through fourteen, and we're forgiven the debt forever. We are no longer in bondage, no longer slaves to sin. Having been freed by Christ, we can be truly entering into the rest God provides as we cease laboring to make ourselves acceptable to God by our own works. You can find some information in Hebrews chapter four on that. As my friend Cecily stated at the end of her writing, this is your jubilee year. You need to find a place of rest in knowing that you are free in him and no longer in bondage. When you're surrendered to Jesus Christ, you're free from that bondage of sin. You're free from the things that have kept you bound over all these years. Trust him. Lean into him. Listen closely to what he says. I want to read some scripture to you that I really found this morning as I read her story. This scripture just came boiling into my mind. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 1 through 7 says this, But now, this is what the Lord your Creator says, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you from captivity. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will any flame burn you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I have given Egypt to the Babylonians as your ransom, Cush, ancient Ethiopia, and Saba, its province, in exchange for you, because you are precious in my sight. You are honored, and I love you. I will give other men in return for you and other peoples in exchange for your life. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east where they are scattered, and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from far away and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, whom I have formed, even whom I have made." Listen, we pray over our grandbabies. We pray over our children. We cry out to the God on a daily basis, to God, that you you move our kids' hearts, that you pour out our, your Holy Spirit over their beings, the God, that you draw their hearts unto you. The, the Word of the Lord says that we are to train up a child in the way they should go, so that when they're old, they won't depart from it. They'll know the way, because we've walked the way. We've been talking a lot about children lately, and about the need to train up our children in the Word of God, and... We cry out for our children. Our our, our children are, are, are awesome. Rhonda has three. I have two. But between the two of us, uh, we we I've got a son and a daughter. She's got a son and two daughters. And, and and between all five of our children, we have fifteen grandbabies, six being boys. The rest are girls. The girls are outnumbering the boys. We love them deeply. We love them desperately. We cry out to God for them. And we, we cry out to God that you bring them out from the east. Wherever they're scattered, whatever happens in their life, God, that you protect them, that you cover them, that you anoint them. But more than anything, God, that you draw them unto you, that they become men and women of God, raising our grandbabies the correct way, giving them a chance in this world to live according to your word. We desperately cry that out over our children, and I pray that you do as well. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 11 through 19, or I'm sorry, verse 11 and verse 19. Verse 11 says, I only, I am the Lord, and there is no Savior beside me. God is the only headship. There's only one God, and there's only one way. John fourteen six, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Without a relationship through Jesus Christ, we don't have an option. He's our only avenue to the Lord. But verse 11 says, I only, I am the Lord, and there is no Savior besides me. Verse 19 says, listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. God's speaking to you today saying, I'm about to do a new thing in you. There's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under God. But he's about to do something new in us. Something we've not accomplished before. Something we've not done. We're going to go places we've not been able to go because now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 29 through 31 says this, "'He gives strength to the weary, "'and to him who has no might, he increases power. "'Even youths will grow weary and tired, "'and vigorous young men will stumble badly. "'But those who wait on the Lord, "'who expect, look for, and hope in him, "'will gain new strength and renew their power. "'They will lift up their wings "'and rise up close to God like eagles "'rising towards the sun. "'They will run and not become weary. "'They will walk and not grow tired.'" it's time to fly. God is our provider. He's our protector. He's our fortress, our shield, our peace, our comfort, our hope, our savior, and our friend. Our God is whatever you need to fill in right here. That's my God. Do you know him? It's time to fly. It's time to listen to what the Lord is speaking to you today. It's time to allow him to to be Lord of your life, leading you and guiding you through all your, your controversial places, through all your hardships, through all your difficulties. You've got to learn to trust him. You've got to learn to hear his voice. And even in those moments where you're uncertain, if he says move, you move. He's doing a new thing in you. It's time to listen. It's time to hear what he's saying to you. Let him do something new in you. Let him put a road in the desert. Let him put a stream in the midst of the desert. Let him put a road in the wilderness that you might follow the right path. I believe that Cecily is on to an incredible message here. I believe we're going to hear more from her in the midst of this. She's walked through difficult times as well as many of us have. Each of us have our own story. But it's our story of redemption that sets us free. And that same story of redemption will set somebody else free. Just like myself sharing her story today, it's going to touch a life. It's going to set a heart free. It's going to let someone hear the voice of the Lord speaking to them today in a new way, for a new time. And that time is now. Trust Him with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge God, and he will make straight your path. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for letting me get a little wild and preachy on certain times. I believe the Spirit of the Lord is moving strongly. I believe he's speaking to us today. I believe he is challenging us to let go of this world and trust him with all things. Get a hold of him any way you can today amen ronda i love you guys thank you so much for for your support thank you for financial support your prayer support your friendships your relationships thank you for following us on this podcast we pray over each of you desperately that god will use you to touch someone's life share these podcasts out with someone you need that needs to hear it click on the link copy the and paste it into a text message of Facebook message. Put it on your Facebook feed. Let someone else who needs to hear this word hear it today through you. Be a part of this ministry. Walk with us. Journey with us on this. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you deeply. We'll talk to you again real soon.